0: So in today's episode, the first thing I wanted to know was how did your start look like? What happened? How did it all come together? I think that sometimes we see these wonderful success stories, but we don't hear enough about where it all started. So if it takes us longer to get started than what we're seeing out there, we start feeling discouraged. So I didn't want that to happen. So that's the first question I asked. So in this episode, you're going to be hearing a little bit about Carrie, Rachel, and Adrian's background, how they got started, uh, a couple of funny stories, in my opinion, and some encouragement. So let's dive right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome. You are listening to season three of The Visible Entrepreneur. And the lineup that I have for you today, I am thrilled about. These three women are powerhouses, and I've admired them all individually, together. And so being able to bring them all into one place on these upcoming episodes of this season is really, really exciting. So Rachel, Carrie, Adrian, welcome. I'm so excited that you're here on the show.
1: Thank, Thank you. All. Thanks for having us.
2: Thank so you. Before
0: we dive in, I would love for you to each introduce yourselves individually, just in case someone hasn't heard of you so that they can go and Instagram stalk you immediately. So let's start with Adrian Dorson. Go for it.
1: Yeah, I'm Adrienne. Uh, I run a company called Run Like Clockwork, where we teach entrepreneurs how to create a business that can run itself. So through operational efficiency, through the systems and team. Uh, I live in St. Pete, Florida. I'm obsessed with my two dogs, one mainly, and um, I have a baby girl on the way. So part of our process is helping entrepreneurs get their business to a point where they could completely remove themselves. And I'm going to be doing that for my maternity leave. So I'm kind of like practicing what we preach very real time right now. So
3: that's exciting too. Amazing. Carrie Green, introduce yourself. Um I feel like I'm like, you know, like when you're at a networking event and you have to introduce yourself. <laughs> 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 kind of. Kind of. So, well, um, we'll together. <laughs> somewhere. um, I'm Carrie. I run the Female Entrepreneur Association, um, which is something I started in two thousand eleven. Mostly because I want to hang out with women and drink wine and talk about my problems, <laughs> um, and yeah, it's grown into an incredible membership platform. We have over five thousand members, and um, yeah, it's just been such an incredible journey. I actually live in the UK, but my biggest audience is in the states. Um, I now have a son as well, and he is just—he just turned one, and that has been quite. The interesting adventure um, so yeah it's been all fun and games the past year trying to figure out how to actually continue to build the business while be a mom um, so yeah lots of interesting things going on the eternal
0: shifting and struggling i i, I know it's coming for me it's coming right <laughs> at me and i'm like how did they do this they're amazing speaking of amazing rachel peterson
2: Hello, guys. I feel like there's a theme here. It's like mamas. This is so crazy. Um, I'm the Minnesota mom. So I'm from Minnesota. I have three kids. They are nine, five and one. So I feel you on the one year old. Um, Carrie, it gets crazy with a one year old boy. Um, and I am obsessed with organic social media, so I support entrepreneurs in kind of marrying results-based marketing with organic and how to blow up your business without breaking the bank.
0: And you are freaking good at it, my darling, that's for sure. So what I would love to kind of kick this off with, I don't know about you, but for me, when I got started, what I thought I was going to be doing was, is radically different than what I ended up doing. So I would love to hear a little story from each of you in terms of when you got started, what that looked like in your business and what it looks like now.
2: I can tell a really embarrassing story. So when I first started, I was securing clients and I just left my nine to five. And for some reason, this like entrepreneurial bug bit me and I didn't know what it was going to look like. And I thought that we were going to end up, this is so crazy. I feel like you guys are just going to laugh. I thought we were going to end up buying a fried chicken fast food restaurant. (laughs) And so literally we flew down to Memphis and we were, but here's the problem. We had no funding, like no savings, no rich uncle on the way. Like, so we're sitting there and I'm walking around the most dangerous parts of Memphis going into like barber shops. I tell you, I walked into so many barber shops and like the jaws were on the floor. People were like, why is she here? And I'm like, we're bringing Mrs. Winner's chicken and biscuits back to Memphis. And they're like, this chick is crazy. And <laughs> so, literally, I'm handing out these flyers for this GoFundMe campaign. Like, I'm gonna open a fried chicken restaurant. I live in Minnesota. I don't know how it's gonna work. And we were all over the news. And so then, when the campaign went live, I was in Memphis, and we raised like a thousand dollars, which isn't even enough <laughs> to buy a fryer. So we failed publicly. Opening a fried chicken fast food chain. <laughs> oh
0: my God. That's amazing. Oh, yeah, that's that is such funny. a good story. And I'm going to be sending you the photo of me in a chicken suit as a tribute to that. <laughs> Thank experience. you. How beautiful. Oh my wow,
1: Mine is not as adventurous as that, um, but I, I have, yeah, I still have a, I have a corporate background in operational efficiency. So essentially what I, what I do now for small business owners, I was doing in the corporate world. I'm what I would call like an accidental entrepreneur, never wanted to be an entrepreneur, never even considered it. I thought I'm going to be a company girl. I'm going to be a VP, CEO. I got that. I know how to do that. I know how to climb the ladder. Um, And then realized like my values were kind of rubbing against the corporate value structure and started doing some coaching consulting on the side, just as a like, I don't know, could I help people in the small business world with the same concepts that I'm doing in the big business world? Um, That quickly, you know, over the next six months turned into like more than I was making in my corporate job. And it became very obvious that I should leave. Um, They actually confronted me and and (laughs) they said like, oh, is this blog post, like your three week, your two week notice, your pink slip. And I was like, I wrote that like three months ago, so no, I was just going to keep doing both until it didn 't feel like something I could continue to do, and they kind of exposed me and and I just took that as the universe 's sign that it was time to go um, I think over the the years that I did that you know consulting business into what I do now I, I definitely had some shifts and changes in terms of what I was teaching because I had the curse of knowledge where I thought that everyone knew what I was teaching. I thought it was, you know, something that like people didn't really care about. So I ended up teaching a lot more of like more general business and like general coaching consulting. And then only over the past, I would say three years really leaned into like, no, this is something that is really valuable and needed um, and it just worked out like really synchronistically with my business partner, Mike McCallowitz, who wrote the book that supports our, our company. Um, but I think that it was really challenging for me to figure out, like, how do we make operational efficiency sexy to people? And I think he kind of did it with the title. <laughs> so that was great. Um, but I've kind of been doing the same thing, just under a different mask, I would say, because I didn't think anyone would buy the other mask. So that's been a journey.
0: It's been really cool to watch your business transform over the past couple of years and to see you really hit your stride and hit that groove. It's been cool to see.
3: How about you, Carrie? I love what you do as well. Um, So, I started a business in 2005 because I ran out of money. so it's necessity actually I was trying to look for jobs and it was between selling ice cream at Cirque du Soleil which kind of appealed to me because I really wanted to see Cirque du Soleil but then I was like I think it might get a bit boring after a while <laughs> still haven't actually seen it um and the other opportunity was starting my own online phone unlocking business I have to say that slowly because people are like what and then they're like so basically it was like we jailbroke phones but it was legal, I promise. <laughs> so like when you had like a Nokia or a BlackBerry that we could unlock it and it was like an automated platform. So I was a reseller. So basically my job was figuring out how do I build a website? How do I get traffic to this website? Or how do I get people to this website that need to unlock their phone? And how do I grow it? And so um, I was at university at the time, actually. I was um, there studying law and I'd just finished my first year. And so I, yeah, I was like, I just was so intrigued as to like how I could make it work and learn how to make a website on Microsoft front page. It was horrendous, but I got going, (laughs) discovered Google AdWords and, um, yeah, and just, Um, over the years I was at university, learned how to really build it. And I think by the time I left university, it was generating about £10,000 a month. And I was like, this is insane. And at the end of university, I was just like, okay, do I keep going down the law route or do I keep building my business? And in the end, I was like, I need to keep building this business. But then I really felt felt myself feeling so isolated because I was living on my own my second bedroom was my office I would literally sometimes not leave my apartment for like three days in a row I felt like I was going crazy and then I had friends who had gone on like graduate schemes and they were going out with people they were socializing there was like office parties and I was just like where are my people like where are the other people doing this stuff and I'd go to networking events and it was just like rooms full of like men in suits And I was like, well, this isn't my people, like this isn't them, like I don't want to hang out with these people either. And so I just felt like there was really nothing to support like people like me building businesses, um, especially online businesses. It was, a kind of felt like a different type. And um, so, yeah, so that's how I ended up getting in. Well, I came up with the idea to create a platform for women. I also have grown up with a dad who's just so into personal development, like he was getting me to watch Jim Rohn videos when I was like 12 years old. And like, we went on this power of the mind course when I was like 10 to learn about the power of positive thinking and visualization. It was crazy. And so I always had naturally been like that friend that people came to for like, inspiration, I suppose. And like, advice on that kind of stuff so yeah so it kind of felt like a good fit only I came up with the idea in 2008 and then was like who am I to create this no one's going to come here and I genuinely felt really embarrassed by the idea of putting it out there so it took me all the way until 2011 to finally get out of my own way and do it Um, and those years in between were just awful like going around in circles just hiding from myself like hiding from this idea um, I literally flew to the to Australia to hope, you know, I was like, surely I'll figure my life out in Australia and have an epiphany, but no. So I came home and I was like, Okay, <laughs> time to make some changes. You're like you already so, had the epiphany, you're just not yeah. listening. I know, right. You're just not listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's like my uh uh start into the entrepreneurial world. It was a crazy ride.
0: Well, I think that all of our listeners are probably going like, oh my gosh, like it wasn't conventional for anybody. I'm not crazy. No, you're not crazy. It's different for everybody. We all have really weird and sometimes dramatic stories of how we get to where we are. Okay, I'm going to stop us right there so we can move into the next episode. But I hope what you learned from this introduction is how Rachel, Adrian, and Carrie, no one just happened to become an entrepreneur right out of the gate. We've all done different things that have gotten us to this moment. The other thing that I want you to observe, which I didn't really put together until after the episode was over, is that we have all four personality types on this show for these episodes with these four people, including myself. So I'm a director, Rachel is an actor, Carrie is a writer and Adrian is a production designer. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I highly encourage you to take the Hollywoodpreneur quiz. You can find that at visibilityvixen.com forward slash take the quiz. What you'll notice based on your result is a breakdown of what your visibility strengths are. Are. And what I want you to observe is which of these four people are your personality type and how do they answer the following questions in the upcoming podcast episodes? I think this is a great learning tool for you to see for powerhouse women how they run their businesses and their visibility strategies and see what you personally can start tweaking, what you can start emulating. And if you love this episode, please let the ladies know. You can find them on Instagram or Facebook, reach out, give them a comment. Give this episode a five-star review and shout them out. I know that we would all really appreciate it. In the meantime, know that you're not alone. If you can relate to Carrie's struggle about feeling like you're going to networking events with guys in suits and you don't know where to find your people, please come over to the free community called The Visible Entrepreneur. It's always open there for you. I'm in the group. We have 1500 other members in the group that are there ready to support you. All right, ready to move on to the next episode? Let's do it.